Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh, and today we are going to be surfing the choppy waves. So I'm not sure how the show's going to go. We're going to, it's kind of exploratory, but usually on Surfing the Psychic Waves, we get into meditation and we move energy around and we do some healing and then we move more energy around and uh, it's really fun and relaxing. But today I want to talk about the aftermath of the energy of anger. So I'm calling these the choppy waves. So if you think back uh, to your space, sort of settle back into yourself, kind of at the back of your space, and you think about your super sacred, psychic, sensitive self, you know, behind your eyes, sick chakra, super clairvoyant space, maybe some of you are up on the top of your head, that's where you like to hang out. I'd like you to just sort of notice that you could be in this space, even as I'm talking, without all the energy running yet. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but we want to look at what your energy is and what other people's are. And so sometimes we go around being super sensitive, like, ooh, what's that? Oh, what's that? Look over there. Oh my God, that's so interesting. <laughs> you get really curious and that's really fun, except sometimes you're kind of soaking up these vibes and taking them with you. And sometimes they're not yours. And we kind of looked at this uh, last week or two weeks ago on the show, and uh, we did it in sort of a gentle way. But today I want to get really specific about what happens when we're in this sort of vibration of somebody else's anger. Um, it's one thing if it's your anger, you feel it in your space, and you have a lot of power. And sometimes that power, you know, works for you most of the time instead of against you. Usually if it's not quite working for you, when you get that anger going, um, it's because other influences and other energies are in there. So uh, sometimes um, there are very uh, specific ways we use anger. And so we're going to look at that today as well as what other anger is just hanging around your space right at this moment. And what would that look like if you didn't have that in your space? And then you went about your day and created all this other stuff. So uh, we're kind of trying to break up that idea that you've got to take all this energy with you that's not even yours. So um I want you to think back to for different examples of uh, arguments you might have had, and maybe you're still having them, or they still go on in your head. I want you to think about that. So, you know, I had an interaction personally with a, another friend of mine, and it didn't go well. And I felt like crap afterward for at least, it was probably at least three days. And usually it doesn't take me that long to snap out of it to get into meditation, move energy around, relax, have a good time. Like, oh yeah, this is my space. Hello, sun and moon. Like you're I'm in, in it again. Uh, but sometimes we get stuck in a vibe and it's like inertia. It's like 
very slow moving and very unconscious and it might feel heavy. So as I'm talking, you might notice these heavy spots that are in your body, in your aura, in the space around you. Um, so you want to look for that sort of energy. Sometimes it, it looks like a gray fog. We all have our little sort of tells of what that looks like in our space. Um, so it's like you're on a wave, but you're going nowhere. So what is that? We know it's not your energy because your energy moves around and it moves around you. It participates with this world. And if you notice you're not feeling your usual buoyant self, then you might want to clear out all those old choppy waves. And sometimes there will be a fight still going on in your space and you haven't seen that person for like 20 years, but you're like ready to go. And so we want to move that out because that doesn't serve you in present time. And so when you do have the requirement to get really angry at something, you want to be 100% there in that anger. I mean, if you're going to be angry, you might as well have the power that goes with it. So that's where it starts to get a little sort of uh, slippery of the way I'm talking. And we'll get into meditation in a few minutes. But if you are in this anger space because of a something, something having to do with you, you know it's your energy, you're angry, whatever, you're allowing yourself to have that angry space, you have a lot of power in that moment. You can also be connected to the earth and the sun. You can have your energy flowing. You don't need to start chopping yourself up, cutting yourself off. You can have the anger. So, I don't want to say that it's not right to never get angry because sometimes you're going to go there. So you want to have the full range of emotions that you could possibly have in this lifetime experience. Your body responds to all sorts of emotions. And so why would you stop one of them? Um, but you want to look at the influences that are coming into your space too. Because if you're totally in your space and you're super angry about something and you're letting somebody have it, you're in your own power, and it doesn't hurt after. You're not upset after. You're not doing the reconciliation of, oh, I should have said this. Oh, I should have said that. Oh, my God, I can't believe I said that. You don't do that. But if somebody else's energy is mixed up in there, then you start all of that conversation of like, oh, my God. Like, it gets to be a big drama and a big, um, many more words are flying around your head instead of just, space. So if you've noticed there have been times in your life when you've been angry and then it's just space after it's like, Oh, okay. Got that out of my space. <laughs> I let that out. Okay. And then you just kind of go on. So that's like, like, wait, I don't understand. Like is anger bad or is it good? And that's what I'm saying. Like when we get into meditation, you'll be able to look at this a little differently because my words are going to start to fail me pretty soon. So, when we look at all of this different uh, energy, um, especially anger, and then we also couple that with we're in a period of the pandemic right now. We're still in it. Uh, we're in a period of social unrest on the planet. We have wars and probably many wars going on on the planet. Some we know about, some we don't. Um, we are kind of going back and forth between different political views all over the planet. Um, some might seem extreme. Some might seem not enough. We have conspiracy theories that are like thrown around like gossip. 
<laughs> you know, and any person around you can lead you into a conflict or an argument or a difference in opinion. And so sometimes it's not a big change of energy. It's just a difference of opinion. And so it's not not a big deal. But other times there's this subtle unspoken conflict that will start lurking in your space. And so maybe you felt that unspoken stuff in your body in the past. Maybe you're feeling it now. And if you notice that you're measuring your words when you're talking to different folks out there without knowing why you're measuring your words or being careful, uh, you just want to look at that. You want to know when you start being super careful and start tiptoeing around an energy because that's a little hint that like you're being careful because some other thing is happening here and you just can't put it all together in that moment that quickly. Um, but we're going to keep clearing out this energy so you can do it that quickly. Like, oh, I'm a, this is going to lead me to anger or, oh, this is going to lead me to compassion or, oh, this will lead me to another way of thinking. Or maybe it's just going to lead you to being more curious about something. So it's not like every single moment and conversation you have with another human needs to lead to conflict. It's just sometimes we want to be aware of like, where is this all going? You know? And so, you know, sometimes we interact with someone who actually is already in an argument, not with us, but with something else, someone or something. And you might be aware of that too. And maybe you've let that energy sort of be there. You let them have their space. Um, you're doing a great uh, service to them just by letting them have that space. That's wonderful. But then super sensitive psychic person uh, might walk away and we're walking away with that uncomfortable anger and it's not ours. We just witnessed something, but somehow we collected it and took it away for them. <laughs> sometimes you can't help it. And yeah, that's called healing sometimes. Um, but whether it doesn't matter what you call it, it's just, it's not your energy. And maybe it's anger. Maybe it's more than that. Who knows? But, you know, if three days later you're like, what's going on? I feel awful. Then, you know, it's somebody else's energy in your space. I think humanity as a whole has a real problem expressing their true needs and beliefs. Um, but that, at the core, every human has a heart. So some hearts are open and some can't be open right now for whatever reason. And you don't need to hurry up and make that happen for somebody. And giving them space is like the most gentle thing you can do. So we want to sort of move towards what's the gentle thing. Um, but along the way, you still need to let yourself have all the anger <laughs> because it's one of your powers. It's one of your superpowers. All of those emotions are. So... We're taking a softer approach today to clear up the energy in your space before you go back to that person and have another conversation. So you might want to look at also what energies do you get involved with? Sometimes we're forced to go into a workspace that's very volatile, full of conflict, uh, lots of, I don't know, energy that's focused around gossiping or whatever. And, um, Sometimes we use that conflict to create. And if we do that, 
there are other ways to keep creating without all the conflict or using that anger or that sort of more negative vibration to keep creating. And so there are easier ways to like sort of get there, create the life you want without all the anger and the conflict. And so once we're in meditation, this will sort of sound a lot more smoother. Um, but outside of meditation, it's good to sort of notice what energies are you stepping into all day long? Sometimes you have to walk into a certain space and you know it's going to be full of conflict. But then when you come out, you can get back into meditation, clear out your space and go on with your day if you have to. So it's good to have like the full range. So what I I have a couple of examples here. I think I'm going to probably just concentrate on one. Um, So it's just as easy to create new things in your life from a positive space than it is a negative space, but you can do it from either area. So you could just start from where you are. Maybe you are not the most positive person today and there's a little negativity lurking, but you can start here just where you are today. You don't need to gravitate towards the perfect space either, but I do know that it starts to get easier and easier when you create from this positive space. So when anything positive happens, you want to get into that space behind your eyes, maybe top of the head, and think about gratitude. Think about the next thing that you want to create with the universe. You want to think about the things that you want your life to look like. And it's easier to to do that once you start doing it from a positive space. It's just most of us have only learned that you do it out of conflict. So something bad happens and you have to make a change and then you go on from there. But if you have a really great day, you can keep creating from that great day. And it's not like things are fixed and you can't have the positive and the negative. It only has to be positive. I'm just saying that you have more to work with than just creating from conflict. And sometimes we have other people's anger in our space for whatever reason, we collected it, oops, now I gotta do something in meditation about it. And so now that we're doing that, it's like, oh, once that's out, then I can move all this energy around and create something new. So, you know, let's think of this scenario that um, you go to the store and when you get to the store, you somehow get this the best parking space ever. And no one's waiting in line when you go to check out. You have all, they had everything you wanted in this particular store. And you're checking out, you're walking back to the car. Um, it just so happened that everything you touched would happen to be on sale. So, you know, you have a win a couple of times over. So things are like, oh, this is kind of turning into a positive day. That's wonderful. So as you get back into the car and you're noticing your like energetic success for the moment, do you think that maybe, hey, maybe someone else needs to find a parking spot? I'm going to hope that somebody who really needs it can find this spot. Or do you think... As you back out of the space, like, see you later, suckers. (laughs) Like, are you just throwing energy around or are you still using that 
gratitude, that energetic success, that sort of positivity that was coming your way. Like, do you use that? Or do you sort of stop that flow and, I don't know, turn it into something different? Like you're already getting into fights in the parking lot as you leave. Like you don't want to do that. You want to keep the gratitude going. Keep the positivity up. And again, those outside boundaries of what's positive and negative, we can decide what those are some other day. But for now, when you're in a space where really great stuff is happening, and then, you know, one thing happens and it's great, and then another thing happens and it's great, you want to start like, oh, here it comes. Here's this wave. I'm going to use this. So I think... Um, there's many ways to think about that space. It's not necessarily manifesting the thing that you want. It's more like creating the energy you want to be in. And I think that's where we get it all confused with like gratitude, law of attraction, manifesting, you know, the car, the house, the boat, whatever that was all about. It's like you want to create that energy and you want to have your body be in that energy as much as possible. And we're talking about the energy that makes you feel the most of you. So hopefully we get to that today. So um, we're going to use the sun and the moon. We're going to use some roses and move things around using roses. Um, there's many modalities that, that do this. Um, you might have heard on other shows as well. And we're going to definitely amp up our connection to the center of the earth today. So we'll look at the layers of the aura first. We'll look at layers of the chakras and then take a look at the body and what's left. I have noticed that sometimes when we are in an argument with folks and we're having lots of words being said back and forth, there's something that happens with the collection of energy around our heads. And I'm not sure why, but it's like the arguments get stuck in your hair <laughs> or in your ear or like right all over your face. So it's like after you have an argument, whatever difference of opinion, whatever you want to call it, you get in the car, go somewhere else. It's like people see that first. And so then it's like this pile on of more like conflict and just loud discussions. And it's like, it keeps happening and happening. So what we want to do today is get to that point where once you've noticed that there's this collection of conflict and arguments that may not even be yours in your space, we move it out. Then you kind of get some breathing room to move other energies that you want to around. So let's just take a deep breath and settle back into this space behind your eyes. There might be some unconscious energy with this, like I said before. So at some points, it might seem a little heavy. And then hopefully at the end, it'll feel a lot lighter. So let's just take another deep breath. And let's settle into this space behind our eyes, right in the center of our head. Some of the best arguments happen here. <laughs> Sometimes it's with yourself. Sometimes it's with the others or imaginary others in the center of your head. 
So today, I'd like you to imagine a grounding cord. We usually start with the base of the spine to the center of the earth. But I'd like you to imagine that grounding cord going all the way to the center of your head. And I'd like you to notice calling attention to that, what that feels like. So when we have a grounding cord and we connect to the center of the earth, it's like we're saying hello to the earth. It's like the earth is saying hello back. And it's also a hug. There's a hug in there. The earth has seen everything, knows you very well over many lifetimes. There's nothing you could do that the earth would ever turn away from you. So it's like you always have a friend. So I'd like you to imagine that friendship energy from the earth filling your head, filling every part of your brain. At the center of the head, there is a pineal gland. I might be saying that wrong. And that's where a lot of the psychic activity happens. And so I'd like you to look at that space If you're not already in that little gland, hanging out in the center of your head, I'd like you to just allow yourself to be there and notice that energy from the center of the earth. Is it super calm? Is it like a river? Is there an energy flowing? Are there different colors in here that are bubbling up from the center of the earth? Are there pastels? Is it more metallic? Are there really bright primary colors? Is it your favorite color? I'd like you to notice that color that the earth is speaking to you right now. And notice that you're not in conflict with the center of the earth. Great. So from this space, I'd like you to just imagine that you have your aura very close to the body, about 12 inches above and below, side to side. We want that aura very close to the body today. And I'd like you to let that connection to the center of the earth continue through the center of your head, out through the top of your head. And I'd like you to have that connection go all the way to the sun. That sun is a great amplifier of energy. And as that solar light starts to filter into your space, you might notice it's a very small sort of stream of energy compared to what we have going on coming from the center of the earth. It might be at 10% right now. 
and the earth is like at 90%. But I'd like you to just let that cosmic energy, that solar light start to flow through your space, down the back channels of the spine, into that first chakra, through the legs, through the arms, up the front channels of the spine. Great. I'd like you to call in a little more cosmic energy. And I'd like you to start to let it circle around you like a little tornado. And I'd like you to let this energy start to wrap around all of those layers of your aura. It's going to be swirling around. It's going to swirl around your head and your hair and your body all the way below your feet. We're going to just let the solar light move all those energies of all those past conflicts and fights, arguments, whatever you call them, just out of your space. So any energy that's being released will go back to the center of the earth. And just notice any of that energy that you might feel, a little pressure on top of your head, maybe on your shoulder, maybe somewhere in the back of your aura. Maybe you notice that your hair is moving and it's super light. As this energy moves out, maybe your legs want to move around or your hands. Great. So I'd like you to let that grounding cord connecting you to the center of the earth start to sort of move down to that first chakra at the base of the spine. And I'd like you to increase that solar light circulating your space and coming into the body. You might imagine a big golden sun above your head. Great. And then just have that start to filter through your space. So now your energy is maybe... 40% solar light, 60% earth energy, something like that. Great. So I'd like you to imagine that first layer of your aura. That first layer is closest to your body. It corresponds to that first chakra at the base of the spine. It has a lot to do with survival. And it does many other things, kind of like your personality, this lifetime. It has a lot of that information in there as well. So just imagine that any conflict, any leftover fights from years ago, having to do with survival or where you felt threatened, you can just release that down the grounding cord. 
sometimes in the simplest fights. Like my sister and I used to fight over, let's say, a, a French fry. Um, sometimes there can be a thread in there. And it's like, wow, that was such a simple interaction, but it came with a lot of stuff. So whatever that is, I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. You might have some of that solar light pushing it down the grounding cord. You might have the earth pulling that energy from you. So sometimes the energy isn't matching the action or the words being said. And that's kind of where we get stuck. So anywhere words are still being said, somewhere in that first chakra, the fight's still going on, the conflict's still happening, whatever that is, I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. Great. We're going to move on to the second layer of the aura. And this corresponds to the second chakra, which is just below the navel. This is a lot of different types of creativity here. A lot of body creativity, a lot of preferences. And this second chakra, I notice, sort of takes on some of the information around safety. Like, how do you maintain it? So I'd like you to look at that sort of safe word, safe energy, safety kind of stuff. And I'd like you to just release any energy that might be super old from many other conflicts, fights. It might be other persons, other friends, other family members, issues with safety. I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. As sensitive empaths, we do pick up on that. And when somebody needs safety, we're like, oh, here, here's some of mine. (laughs) So we can always create new energy. But uh, when we're trying to help somebody out, sometimes we don't kind of come back to ourselves and be like, oh, yeah, I have my own safety. That's right. Okay, so I'd like you to notice that second layer of the aura. What color is it? Is it all one color? Is it the color you'd like? Is it the color that you would say would show the world your creativity? How amazing your body is? How safe you are as a spirit? how supported you are. Just notice that color. And if it's a color you don't like, I'd like you to change it to something you do like. And any energy that needs to release from the second chakra or the second layer of your aura, you can just release that now. Great. Okay. Third chakra. Okay. So we talk about the third chakra 
um, in different ways. And that third layer of your aura is holding a lot of information sometimes. Sometimes it's uh, energy that you're bringing back with you from your dream time. Sometimes it's uh, issues around power. That third chakra is in the solar plexus of the body. And that third layer is sort of um, cementing in like what we would call the body chakras. So that third layer has a lot to do with how you um, sort of express the energy you have in your body. And so some of us are really athletic and some of us are, I don't know, really creative or it's, it's kind of like that expression of your vibe. And so I'd like you to just notice if there's any sort of energies in there in that layer of the aura. Does your aura layer look consistent? Does it look like the color you like? Are you seeing symbols in here? Are you seeing other sort of contraptions? I'll just call them that. Just somebody else's junk pile (laughs) of energy. I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. For some reason, the third uh, chakra and the third layer of the aura starts to get very Star Wars for me. I'm not sure why, but um, the imagery kind of goes that way. So just notice what it looks like in here. Is that third layer of the aura where you keep all this past life information? It's kind of tied to dream time. Do you have other libraries of information here? have information about other lifetimes, other past lives. So any conflicts having to do with any of these spaces, I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. You might notice you might want to, you might want more solar light and you can have that come right into the third chakra. That solar plexus is kind of right below the ribs, above the belly button. Great. Okay. Any other times that you've uh, traveled and any conflict around travel, you can release those energies down the grounding cord. And sometimes these sort of travel items that come up that are full of conflict sometimes. Um, you've done the first piece of the first and second chakra where you're, you've survived, you're safe and supported. But oh yeah, you're still fighting with some travel agent somewhere. I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. So somehow that third layer or that third chakra can hold an energy that has to do with threats. And so kind of the higher up you go with the chakras, the more you're moving energy around, if that makes any sense. So if you feel a threat, you're in this space of that solar plexus energy of making things happen so the threat goes away. And sometimes we keep a lot of our own energy in the third chakra, but you can use energy from any other chakras, maybe all, all of them. 
There's lots of other energy centers too, but we're going to just focus on seven today. So any energy of conflicts, maybe how you've used your anger, any judgments, differences of opinion around keeping the body safe, secure, supported, kind of the how of how you're doing things. If somebody around you always says, why did you do that? Like that kind of thing. I'd like you to just release all of that down the grounding cord. And sometimes when somebody else gets into it with you, they're throwing energy. It's going to land in the third layer of your aura or another layer. And sometimes we just save it for later until there's a time like today where you can just release it down the grounding cord. Great. So I'd like you to take another deep breath. Notice that you can be in that third chakra or we can move on to the fourth chakra. So at the heart space and that fourth layer of the aura, that's kind of that change, that conduit between body and spirit. There's a lot going on with the heart. Um, It also is like a a chakra that can read energy too. You can heal obviously from the fourth chakra, but it's just as powerful as any of the other chakras. And sometimes we try to hide that power of the fourth chakra and we sort of show the world how hurt we are. Sometimes uh, we're really using that energy to create. And sometimes we don't know that we're doing that. So anywhere in your space where you happen to, instead of wearing your heart on your sleeve, you are wearing that broken heart on your sleeve. I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. Because that sometimes can egg people on to prove to you how they're not going to hurt you. So again, that's a conflict. So it's like it can go either way. This is why we want both positive and negative because you need the whole range. So anywhere in the center of your heart, anywhere in that fourth layer of the aura where you're showing the world your broken heart, we want to release it down the grounding cord. Because it's not necessary. We don't need to do that. Because still inside that fourth shark, a chakra heart space is a perfectly good chakra, perfectly good heart. Your heart isn't broken forever. You don't need to hold on to that part of it. It's still in your body if you're listening to this podcast, so it's whole. <laughs> so just take a deep breath. And I'd like you to allow some of that earth energy as it flows right into the four chakra. And I'd like you to bring cosmic energy from the sun right into that four chakra. And anywhere there's any bits and pieces hanging around of past conflicts where you had to defend anything having to do with love or healing or anybody else that might be hanging around your fourth chakra that you're still healing, but you can't even remember who they are. I'd like you to just release it to the gravity cord. But as that happens, we're going to fill up with more earth and cosmic energy in the center of your heart. 
And if your heart feels big, it can be as big as your whole body. As we do this, you might notice any energies that are flying around that fourth layer of the aura. Sometimes there's like stamps of like religious energy all over it. Kind of leftover sacrament energy or whatever that's called in other modalities. Any blessings. Sometimes people are really great sending you blessings right to that fourth layer of the the aura, but you don't need it. You're already whole. You're good. So just take another deep breath and allow some of that cosmic energy to fill up that fourth layer of the aura. Have that earth start to fill in all sorts of energy that might have gotten bigger in the fourth chakra at the heart. If you'd like to add a little swirl of earth and cosmic energy like circulating your heart, you can do that too for now. Great. All right. Let's come up to uh, that fifth chakra at the throat, that fifth layer of the aura. Uh, There's a lot of keeping track of things in the fifth layer of the aura. I'm not sure why that is, but it's like your filing system for all the fights you've ever had ever. So, That might be nice to have around, but you don't need it every day. So let's just allow for any of those pieces of paper that you might see floating around in here. Anywhere where you're keeping track of how many times you cried over somebody, whatever that is. I'd like you to just release it down that grounding cord. Anywhere in your throat in that thyroid gland, any of those clairaudient channels where there's still conflict or fights or words. Like if you've ever had a nickname that you didn't like and somebody kept saying it to you or any of those childhood games where they're making fun of you or any of those names or those chants, I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. Sometimes when we're trying to use our voice, these little bits of peace and pieces of energy sort of get in there and um, they're really old. And so you might, might still have any of that schoolyard stuff hanging around this fifth layer of the aura somewhere in that thyroid gland, anywhere in the neck. I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. Great. All right, let's move into the sixth chakra center of the head. So in this area where our clairvoyance sort of sits, uh, I'd like you to notice any uh, conflict, anger, arguments still going on of what, of what you've seen and observed. Sometimes it's a psychic space of where you've seen an energy and everybody's telling you that's not the energy. And yet, you know, 
which part is true and which isn't. So I'd like you to notice anywhere you're in conflict with what you're seeing right now. I'd like you to just allow any of that energy to drop out of that sixth layer of the aura, center of the head. And I'd also like you to notice if you can sort of see in that 360 degree area around your head. So sometimes when we're in a bunch of conflict around our clairvoyant abilities, um, we'll stop seeing all the 360 degrees. We'll see like pockets or pieces of the pie, but not the whole thing. So I'd like you to just notice anywhere there's like a, a little fog, a little darkness, any of that around your head, center of your head, sixth layer of the aura. I'd like you to just drop that out of your space into that grounding cord back to the center of the earth. And anywhere you might have used your own clairvoyance to prove a point, to win an argument, <laughs> I'd like you to just drop that out of your space. I wasn't expecting that to come up, but it did. I might have done that once. Yeah, there you go. Okay, just let that release out of your space. I'd like you to bring in a little more cosmic and earth energy into that six chakra center of the head. And then I'd like you to climb on top of your head in that crown chakra. And we're going to work on the seventh layer of the aura as well. So this space at the top of the head is called clear cognizant. I can't quite say that correctly. Um, it's that all-knowing space. You just know the answer. So anywhere you've gotten into a conflict over the answer you know is right, I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. And anywhere where you're still in an argument with someone on top of your head, I'd like you to release that down the grounding cord. And then on the outside of your aura, that seventh layer, I'd like you to start to release any energy of conflicts that have been hanging out in that seventh layer of your aura. So like what we saw in the fourth chakra, sometimes the fights we've had and the winning of the conflict that we might have experienced, sometimes we wear that on the outside of our aura. And again, it like incites people like, oh, she's itching for a fight. <laughs> so we don't need to do that. Usually the fight's over. It's done. It's complete. Everybody's back in their little corners. But the idea that you won or you were victorious, sometimes if that's still lurking on the outside of your aura, people are like ready to get you into that space again. 
And so you don't want your anger misused or that conflict um, energy being used on you when you were just showing the world like your recent victory. It seems really simple, but actually you don't need it there. So any recent victories or past victories or any of the victories you've ever had ever, I'd like you to just release that back to the center of the earth. If we need, if we need them, we can go get them. They're already in the center of our head. They're probably filed in the fifth layer of the, of our aura. It's, it's fine. You don't need it on top of your head or around your space. So on the outside of your space, that seventh layer of the aura, if you want to get even more fancy with it, you could put an eighth layer of the aura on the outside of that. And I'd like you to just set it at gold. For the next couple of days, I'd like you to just practice having that aura on the outside of you, just being in this gold energy where you can interact with many different types of energy. You don't need to use conflict. You can just be communicating, which is like, oh, that's right. I can just say hello. (laughs) So think of that gold energy as a hello space. You're just walking into an energy store, greeting a person. It's just hello. It's not hello. Here are all my victories. I'm so awesome. (laughs) All of that stuff. You don't need that. All you need to do is say hello, and then everything starts to blossom. So any other last-minute pieces to this in the seventh layer of your aura, or even that eighth layer of the aura, if you're looking at that, I'd like you to just ground out any of those conflicts and arguments and words that might be flying around there, and let that go back to the center of the earth. Great. So I'd like you to return to that center of your head space, that clairvoyant space. And I'd like you to put a rose out in front of you. We use this every once in a while, but you can use it all the time if you'd like. So with that rose out in front of you, maybe it's just a light pink rose. I'd like you to ground that rose to the center of the earth. And I'd like you to collect any energy that's not yours, that's in your space right now, still, after we've removed all the conflict energy, I'd like you to see what's left. This might be from the past. It might be past lives. It might be a contemplation of your future lives. It might be groups of people that you're no longer talking to, but somehow the connection remains. I'd like you to let all of those different pieces of conflict, energy, arguments. Anybody that called you names, made fun of you. Any of that sort of enticement into an argument, I'd like you to let that rose get bigger and bigger with any of that energy. The rose might get really super big it may not be that big it's okay either way great so i'd like you to release that rose and sometimes we like to explode those roses sometimes we release them back to the center of the earth 
Sometimes I think of that rose having a little stem that's like a bungee cord and it just like snaps back to the center of the earth. Sometimes that's fun. Great. Okay. So I'd like you to notice that now that that rose is gone, I'd like you to bring in a lot more cosmic energy this time. So we'd like the cosmic energy from our usual sun to be at 90% and the earth energy flowing through our space at 10%. I'd like you to just notice that space. Feels a little different. Feels like a little change of direction. And so going forward for the rest of this week, I'd like you to play around with that uh, outer layer of your aura being at that gold, very neutral gold energy. And then play around with using more earth energy or more solar light, depending how you feel in the moment and see what changes for you. So coming up next, we have Venus Andrecht and then Summer Mixtravic. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing this show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.